it depends. Okay. If this is the person, if this is a person who's going to take this knowledge and use it as a way to, oh, yeah, and react to it, then you keep it on the slide. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if it's a person who you can, you know, who will just, uh, you can say, look, you're entitled to your opinions as much as I disagree with them, and I think they're inappropriate. Um, But when we are at uh, this party coming up, you know, I expect for you to keep these boundaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might speak to the person's spouse or to the person's sibling and say, um, if you would like us to attend this function, um, I would like you to take responsibility for whoever it is that speaks this way to make sure that they do not come near you know, us or you know, whatever. This week, in light of the blockbuster Megan and Harry interview with Oprah, Dr. Karen Sherman. This week, in light of the Megan and Harry interview with Oprah discussing how it is to be a mixed race couple in 2021, Dr. Karen Sherman and I thought it would be a good idea to revisit some of the issues that still arise with family members and how you might be able to deal with them. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm going to keep this short. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. You should know that we have a website, hitchmag.com, with thousands of articles, our complete podcast archive with over 500 episodes, a free weekly newsletter, and more. If you like this podcast, please leave a rating or review to help encourage others to join. And without further ado, enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined once again by the lovely, the original, the brilliant Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. It's good to be here with you. It's always great to speak with you. Uh, Karen is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for over 30 years. Karen is the author of Mindfulness in the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. She is also the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. You can get this information and more at her website and book appointments at drkarensherman.com. Okay, so I watched, as millions of others watched, the Meghan and Harry interview with Oprah of the royals in uh, Britain. Um, So there was like a lot of bombshells, and this podcast isn't about that per se. Uh, But one of the big ones that came out was uh, Harry and Meghan both talked about how a a member of the firm known as the uh, the Crown, the Royals, um, was concerned when she was pregnant about how dark the unborn baby was going to be. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I thought that this would be a good time to dive back into some, a a bit of conversation about mixed race marriages, Um, Mm -hmm. something we've talked about in the past, but I thought this would be a good, good refresher. Um, And so first, um, I guess the big question, the, the, the opening question here is, should you engage 
with someone if something like this comes up? Meaning, should you try to use the opportunity to educate them? Should you berate them? Should you ignore them? What's an appropriate response? I'm going to give you one of my standard answers that you love, and you're going to get to hear it a lot today. Okay, perfect. It it depends. Uh It depends. Okay. It depends on how important these people are to you. It depends on um, if you think, you know, if these people are really bad intentioned, if they're ignorant. I mean, it's a horrible question as far Mm -hmm. as I'm concerned, but, um, you know, if, if there's been a basically nice relationship and the person, I, I don't even, I can't even consider saying these words, but is just asking because maybe they're thinking that the child is going to have some difficulty or there's going to be some uh, problems where the couple lives or something – you know, then you might want to actually take the question into consideration. Uh, again, if the person is somebody who's um, a young child, you might want to take the opportunity to educate. So I can't tell you exactly, mm-hmm. you know, and later on we're going to talk about some other things that I think um, give me more of an opportunity to say how to respond to uh, if, if the situation is something like the royal family. Um, but again, I, I don't want to do a cookie cutter. Absolutely. This is what you should do because, um, you know, if it's the first time it comes up and you feel really good about the people and there are certain circumstances that you think, you know, are extenuating or, uh, offer some possibilities for, uh, the chance to enlighten someone Okay, answer mm-hmm. it. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's fair. Um, I, this is really tricky and touchy. Um, one of the things that I, I see all the time is, um, well, they, they don't mean to be racist or they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're really doing this out of concern. Um, part of the problem that I have with those kind of answers and responses is it's 2021, And, Mm -hmm. um, if at this point in time you haven't figured it out, uh, I don't know like how that's possible. Um, because at that point it seems willful to me. Um, and then I know the circumstances we're, we're talking in broad generalities here, but a lot of times you will hear people. And I know there are millions of people who have family members where they will hear, racist comments come out of their mouths all the time, but then they all will in the, in the next breath talk about how they treat everybody the same or they don't see color or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. that may be. And it, and it can be true, right? Like they can treat people well, treat people equally in the actual actions, but then mm-hmm. not have the language that actually backed up the way that they actually treat people. And where do you weigh that kind of, thing where the, where the words are not backing up how you know them to be a good person. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And, and again, you know, even as I'm listening to you, you know, I know you and I share very similar values, but I'm sitting here and I'm saying to myself, okay, let's be fair about who you and I are. There may be an entire section where let's just stay in America now. 
mm-hmm. of our population that are not as educated as we are, that have not been as worldly or as traveled as you know other people have been. And so the question might come out of just a pure concern and not really a racist thing. And so to say, because my reaction also was, my gosh, it's 2021. How could you ask a question like that? The same response you had. Mm -hmm. But we may not be being fair enough to certain people who just haven't had all of the experiences that we have had. And so we're being a little... um, snobby in the way that um, we expect everybody to be. So that's why I can't just across the board say anybody who asks a question like that, you know, have nothing to do with them and, you know, uh, really put them down and put them in their place. You know, I'm, I'm willing to, to at least give some latitude here. Right. No, no, that, and I I think that's good. And I, and I am fully on board. I think conversation is the way forward because, um, ignoring or some of the other tactics that may be employed, I don't think are productive. Um, I guess the, one of the big points that I was trying to make is we just went through one of the, the largest, if not the largest civil rights movements with the black lives matter movement, Mm -hmm. that was a global phenomenon uh, in the last year on everybody's radar, like you, I mean, I don't know how you could miss it. And there were conversations around it and that we had the whole Colin Kaepernick kneeling thing. And I Mm -hmm. guess the point that I'm trying to make is if at this point you haven't had the conversation, um, it has nothing to do with being educated or worldly or not coming into contact because at this point it's, it is a contact sport and everybody's made contact. It's now a matter of, do you want to try to learn and um, understand the other side, or do you want to just hold your ground and your and your viewpoint? And I do think conversation is the way forward. Um, so I guess the the question is like how how can we engage in the conversation when you feel like the other party is acting in bad faith? I hear you. Okay, so now I'm going to react to what you just said. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, again, you know, if somebody – you're right. How could you not have heard about everything going on? But if somebody isn't sensitive enough or um, aware enough or – articulate enough to ask a question properly, if they, quote, want to learn or want to understand, it could come out in a very hurtful way Mm -hmm. to say, so, you know, do you think that the baby's skin is going to be dark Mm -hmm. and want to really start a dialogue Mm -hmm. because, you know, you know, then if you – okay, I'm just going to make something up hypothetically sure. because, you know, if, if the two of you are um, 
you two have chosen to be a mixed couple and the baby's or the child's skin is dark and you go into certain areas, um, that baby may be exposed to a lot of criticism. So that's why I'm asking. Mm -hmm. Now, again, me not, I've heard about Black Lives Matter. I, you're right. I know all about it. And so I want to learn about this, but I'm not equipped enough to ask the question in a way that won't sound insensitive and uncaring and unracist. Right. Okay. Okay. And, 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 you know, and we, we started this conversation off talking about this is coming from family members. So, Mm -hmm. um, you should know something about where this person is coming from, presumably, uh, Mm -hmm. in, in terms of, how knowledgeable they are of these subjects mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. the, hopefully you understand the intent behind what they're saying or asking, um, mm-hmm. which will, which will color a, a bit of the response I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So then let's assume that this is a family member who, uh, isn't so easy to separate from because mm-hmm. one of the things you mentioned at the top was like, it depends on like the relationship and right. all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So let's just say that this isn't a person that you can just walk away from, or it's going to be mm-hmm. a lot more difficult because they are really close within the immediate mm-hmm. family. Let's say, mm-hmm. how can a couple navigate that relationship? Um, I, and I'll just leave that open ended that way. I know I had some other follow-ups. So yeah, well, okay. So it, again, it will depend on if you think this person is going to be the kind that is going to um, be as open in their comments to the child as they are in the way that they just spoke with you. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, how protective do you need to be with your child? And if you feel that you know, the person has this opinion and, you know, is obviously somebody who is, um, a racist, whatever, but somehow, you know, just does their own thing. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a family gathering and they don't really even socialize that much with you. Okay, fine. But if they're going to be in contact and you think that they could actually be involved with your child or they could make commentary to other people that the child or you are going to have to hear or be part of, then I would say you block the amount of time that the the child sees or even sees them, but not only the time, but even sees them. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, you know, you again, it's going to depend on what the occasion is, what kind of parameters there are, who's going to be there, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Um, you know, you could have, um, let's and that, give an let example. Me, sorry, yeah, go ahead. That, that, that limiting exposure that you're talking about, is that mm-hmm. something that you make known or is that something that you just execute on the sly to, you know, kind of keep the feelings at bay? I'm going to answer again. It depends. Okay. If this is the person, if this is a person who's going to take this knowledge and use it as a way to, oh yeah, and react to it, then you keep it on the slide. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, if it's a person who you can, you know, who will just, uh, you can say, look, you're entitled to your opinions as much as I disagree with them. And I think they're inappropriate. Um, but when we are at, uh, this party coming up, you know, I expect for you to keep these boundaries. Mm -hmm. Uh, you might speak to the person's spouse or to the person's sibling and say, um, if you would like us to attend this function, um, I would like you to take responsibility for whoever it is that speaks this way to make sure that they do not come near, you know, us or, you know, whatever. So I can't say to you a hundred percent, do this or do that. It's going to really, um, it, it will matter the type of personality this yeah. individual is and, and how reactive they will be. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate the, the recognition of context matters, which I think gets lost in so many of these conversations, which is why I love the podcasting platform because you can talk it out, um, and get into some of these details that is mm-hmm. really difficult in like a 30 second clip or writing a paragraph or something. So, um, you know, one of the things about being in a mixed race relationship is that you have to actually be in a mixed race or be of mixed race from mm-hmm. your partner. Um, mm-hmm. so if that's the case, how would you handle, or what do you think is an appropriate response if you find your family is treating your different race partner? If it is um, a distant relative, then who cares? Mm -hmm. You know, you just have nothing to do with them. Mm -hmm. Uh, If it is, uh, if it is your siblings, if it is your parents, then you talk to them and try to get it squared away. Um, if the hostility, if the bad attitude continues, you may have to not have anything to do with uh, those people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why would you expose your spouse to um, negativity and hostility um, and all kinds of um, emotionally difficult situations? So I'm going to complicate this a smidge further. Go ahead. Um, so you know, uh, you know your family has those feelings or thoughts mm-hmm. or whatever about your mm-hmm. spouse. Um, you That is your family. You still want to maintain that relationship with your family. Can you, or do you need to now make that decision to like, look, I got to stand up for my spouse, and so I can't. I can't like play both sides of the fence here. I, I can't imagine that if someone is that close to their family and their family says, we cannot accept this person. We think this is wrong. That that person is, it's such a hot button Mm -hmm. that that person is going to say, I'm going to try to navigate this where, okay, I'll see you on certain occasions, but I'm still going to marry this person and um, I won't ever have, you know, a mixing of, of situations. Um, you know, it would be different. Um, I'm trying to think 
I mean, doesn't this happen already with not necessarily based on race, but you know, family members who don't like the spouse and, and yes. And that's what I was trying to come up with, you know, where you just end up, you know, um, let's say taking the children to see the family, um, and you just don't include the spouse or, you know, the spouse is busy that day, or, you know, the spouse has a headache unless it's a major, you know, a wedding or something. And they, they just, you know, put up with it for the Mm -hmm. couple of hours, but on something this significant, if, if the individual is going to say, I love this person Mm -hmm. and they are so clearly in values and principles different than their main family, their family of origin, I can't see how those two things could coexist. I just don't see it happening. I, yeah, so I, I guess, think you'd have to make a break. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm, I'm looking at it now more from the, we're not talking about the family member wants to put a burning cross on the lawn. We're talking about family members who are repeatedly unabashedly, um, saying things that just right. are completely unacceptable um, and completely offensive and they have a I don't give a crap attitude about it and it's like well that's their problem not mine like you know whatever I, again I think if you've made that choice mm-hmm. that it would be too difficult to continue to have a relationship with them and what is the message that you would be sending to your spouse. That's the, I I guess that's the thing that I was trying to get at. Yes. Yeah. Uh, You know, well, okay. It's okay that they insult you and they say these not nice things, but I'm going to see them on this weekend. I'm just not going to have you come. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a terrible message. It's so unbelievably disrespectful. I guess I was sort of thinking to myself, I can't imagine a person who would make a choice that differentiates so much from their family of origin, also then saying, okay, I'm going to live it out in such a way that even though they treat you badly, I'm going to still see them gotcha. without you. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, I mean, cause I, I could see this exact same thing happening. We're talking about race, but I could see this exact same thing happening about like same sex couples, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, where, where you, you know, and it, and it could be, um, you grew up in like a very religious household. They're like quote unquote good people. Um, but they feel like your relationship is a total abomination. Um, Mm -hmm. and like, I guess I, you know, I, it's hard for me to, 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 um, describe the scenario, like a specific scenario, but I feel like I can imagine that this happens all the time. Yeah, I'll, and I would imagine it also happens with different religions. Uh, totally, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, okay, we'll, we'll move on. Um, okay. <laughs> so, in the um, interview with Oprah, it was so Megan talked about it, but it was actually Harry who spoke mm-hmm. to the family member who asked right. the question about the baby's skin tone. Um, I know we've talked about this in the past, but I thought this would be a good time to bring it up again. Uh, what is the recommendation or the tactic for approaching family members when, um, let's say like the spouse is the offended party? Well, as you know, you know, my answer, because we have spoken about this in the past, I believe blood talks to blood. Mm -hmm. So I do think it was appropriate that Harry was the one that spoke to them. Mm -hmm. Um, 
you know, obviously they're going to have a united front, but I, I don't think that both of them should. I think that there's a possibility they would put on false airs and they would make everything look good, but you're not getting at, you know, what's really going on. So, no, I think that it's got to be the bloodline that speaks to the family. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then we, we've kind of hit on this a little bit, but just to kind of button it up here, um, when you are in a conversation, you're at an event, you are getting together with these family members mm-hmm. and you do hear, uh, some overtly racist, what you deem to be racist. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, um, I'm not going to candy coat it by saying insensitive or whatever, but like mm-hmm. actually like overtly racist mm-hmm. comments, uh, mm-hmm. how, like, what do you feel is like an appropriate way to respond in that moment? I think that, um, you want to stay calm because if you have a, a an outward reaction, then you're inviting, um, a reaction back. So I mm-hmm. think if you just say, you know, I'm, I really find it very distressing that in 2021, you could be so uneducated and make such a racist comment and then just walk away. Mm-hmm. So, uh, action reaction, is that what you're? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Uh, but, but, um, you know, I think that if you get hostile and you know, you, how could you say that you're really inviting back Mm -hmm. and forth. And I think that if you call the person on what it is, stay calm and walk away from it, um, that, that that's your best way of just, you know, calling the person on it and not getting involved Mm -hmm. and not, you know, not engaging in it any further, because, uh, if somebody's going to make an overtly racist comment, I don't really know that there is much you want to engage in further. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about it in the past about when you get angry and upset and the emotions then begin to boil Mm -hmm. over the, the logical part of your brain literally starts shutting down. Like the neurons stop firing in that part of your brain. And to, to your point, the productivity of what's about to transpire after that is not going to be very productive. Correct. Correct. Um, okay. Uh, was there, I I think we did a pretty good job of covering this for what I wanted to discuss. Is there anything else that you wanted to hit on before we go? The only thing, the only thing that I would like to add, um, and this, and this is really to the older generation, because I would imagine that we have some people who are listening, who are potential parents to be at some point. Mm -hmm. Um, There are many times that our children will do things that don't meet our expectations. Now, I'm not talking about ways in which they could harm themselves, like if they've decided that they really want to try drugs, Um, you know, but where they're making choices as far as religion or sexuality or race, and it doesn't meet with what you had foreseen for them. Um, It's really important that you look at yourself and understand that you are putting your child in a position where they have to make a choice. Mm -hmm. And you're really likely to be at the short end of that choice. In other words, that they're going to go with where their heart lies and choose the person over you. Mm. So 
think carefully, um, search in your soul and in your heart and in your belief system where these different prejudices uh, derive from and understand that really um, it's uh, far greater to act with a loving heart to our differences and see where we have similarities than to just shut people out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, I actually don't want to add anything to that. That was fantastic. Um, we will wrap it up there. Thank you so much for your time, Karen. It is always a pleasure. Thank you. Um, I, I really love, uh, being able to like, I really appreciate, uh, the non-committal on a lot of the answers to, to explain the nuance of the situation, because I do feel so many times having a constructive conversation, you need the nuance and that gets lost when people just want to give the hot take about this is the right answer and there's no other circumstance where it can't be this way. So, uh, as always, I just wanted you to know that I appreciate like the way that, uh, this was the way that this conversation went. So. Um, Before we go, I do want to remind everybody that uh, you have been listening to Dr. Karen Sherman, a practicing psychologist and relationship and lifestyle issues for over 30 years, the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. Karen is the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. You can get this information at her website, drkarensherman.com. You can also find this information on our website, hitchmag.com, where we have thousands of articles. We're now, we've blown past 500 podcasts. The entire archive is up there. Uh, if you like what you listen to here, uh, please feel free to give us a, a rating on your podcast player or a review is even better. Uh, that actually helps the um, juice the old algorithm so other people looking for uh, relationship type information will find it. Uh, or at least find us. So um, thank you so much once again. And until next time, take care, everybody.